Hey, Susan Lanier Graham here with Wander with Wonder. I have spent the past 20 years or so traveling, looking for what I like to call wow moments. Whether it's around the world or across the street, there is magic and wonder everywhere. So come along and let me tell you some wonder stories. So for today's wow moments, we're going to wander to Western Canada. I happen to be a travel ambassador for Rocky Mountaineer, the luxury train that travels through Western Canada. And today I want to take you a little bit behind the scenes to talk about the people who make that dream come alive. I remember the first time I heard about Rocky Mountaineer. It was 1995. And my husband showed me an advertisement for a new company that was running a train for two-day journeys into the Canadian Rockies. <laughs> I remember thinking then, oh, that would be the trip of a lifetime. And I added it to my list. I don't really think that we called them bucket lists in 95. Fast forward to 2015, and I finally made my first journey on board Rocky Mountaineer. I realized then it was this perfect collaboration that creates what Rocky Mountaineer calls life-changing experiences. There is some of the most breathtaking scenery, world-class service, attention to detail, and a staff that is second to none. I then made my second journey in April 2017, and then I had a chance to go behind the scenes at Rocky Mountaineer. So come along with me, and let me share a little bit about the people. I met John Campbell, it was a chilly afternoon in April, but his enthusiasm for his job made me smile. He's responsible for all the provisioning on the train, making sure it's clean, full of fuel, has plenty of water, ice, wine, soda, souvenirs, and even toilet paper. <laughs> I had just taken the ride from Vancouver to Kamloops for the second time. It's the first leg of uh, both their first passage to the west and the journey through the clouds. I knew from experience that the train's hosts kept wine and food flowing, but I didn't know just how free-flowing until John took us behind the scenes in the train yard there in Kamloops. During the 2016 season, Rocky Mountaineer used 4,000 cases of wine and 200,000 cans of soda Remember, this is all in just the seven months that Rocky Mountaineer operates every year. John laughs that Rocky Mountaineer holds the record in British Columbia for the single largest wine order ever. But getting all of the wine, soda, and water on the train isn't all John oversees. He makes sure any special requests are met, particularly on the second day of the journey, during the night, while all the guests are resting in Kamloops, then anything that the onboard host might have noticed or a passenger requested, John and his staff make happen. He told me that on any given night, it takes between 120 and 130 people to get the train ready for the next day's journey. He laughed. He says, yeah, we're often called the night gnomes. So, for example, what happens is Let's say someone wants a particular alcohol, or a child asks for fruit loops. Well, the night gnomes make sure it's on the train the next day. 
And John and his team do that so that the onboard host can do their jobs of creating life-changing experiences. So the train arrives at the station in Kamloops somewhere between 6 and 8 p.m. And it depends on the traffic that's on the, the rails. And the passengers have about 12 hours before they board again. You stay overnight in a hotel there in Kamloops. So this gives the night gnomes about 12 hours to get everything turned around. And everyone really has to work together. John said that most people who ride the train really don't know the logistical feat it takes to get ready for the next day. But he told me that it all works because they're a tight-knit family. As John put it, there's something magical about the train. All of our guests are part of our family, ensuring that magic with them is important to each one of us. And, oh, I tell you, that magic is really what you feel. And John was telling me that Rocky Mountaineer's founder, Peter Armstrong, walks into his office, and he wants to know where the train is and how it's going. They're that close and that personal. But then what happens along the rails is really, you know, the magic that we all see while we're riding. Wendy McMichael has been a part of Rocky Mountaineer for seven years at the time, so eight years now, and she serves as an onboard train manager. She's Vancouver native and spent a decade in restaurant management, but wanted to somehow combine her love for travel with her passion for hospitality. She says when she discovered Rocky Mountaineer, she was hooked. Most people who come on the train are fascinated with the life of the host and how their days work. People can't figure out how this railroad life works. Is it seasonal work? Is it, do you work on the train all the time? So I asked Wendy about it. It is seasonal. Uh, They work for about seven months out of the year. During the working season, Wendy tells me that their day can start anywhere from around 5 to 6 a.m. and usually ends between 6 and 8 p.m. She says they work four days on, three days off. So they're away from home for about 16 to 20 days every month during that seven months. Wendy loves that her days include a mix of services, storytelling, and socializing. Life on the rails means no two days are alike, Wendy told me. And the opportunity to meet so many people has led to some amazing experiences for Wendy personally, particularly since Rocky Mountaineer journeys are often the culmination of a lifetime goal. She said that watching the emotion of the guests as they travel is extremely heartwarming and that getting to be a part of that is hard to put into words. Each trip we have special moments, Wendy told me, uh, but one that really stayed in her mind was that they were traveling in early spring with a car full of Australians. Many had never before seen snow. She said they made their way into the Rockies and snow was falling. The ground and trees were covered with fresh snowfall. Can't you just see that? Beautiful. She said there were literally tears on that train. So they started playing Christmas music (laughs) and celebrated the snow throughout the day. She said another favorite memory was a 100th birthday celebration made easier because of the the bi-level coach in Gold Leaf Service, which is what I really love to travel in, has an elevator. 
So the entire crew made a Congo line through the car singing Happy Birthday. And, you know, Wendy told me that she's watched solo guests come on and they're sort of worried being alone. But then they end up socializing and they bond and then they have this great connection. And everyone in the car then embraces that person. And Wendy loves what she does and loves being close to the guests on each train. They ensure that you're pampered along the way by seeing to all of your needs, sharing stories and history about the highlights and the locations that you travel through. And of course, Wendy pointed out, which I like to remind everyone, Rocky Mountaineer will never let you go hungry. It's easy to see what John and his team do as we eat those gourmet meals using the food stocked on board and created by the culinary team under the direction of Executive Chef Jean-Pierre Guerin and to sip the wine or take home those fun souvenirs. We hear the stories. We feel pampered all day by Wendy and her fellow hosts. And I love it when they slow down to what they call their Kodak moments so that you can really take in those wow moments of the Canadian Rockies. But there's more to keeping those trains going, and much of it happens even during the off-season, those five months that the trains aren't running. I spoke with Dwayne Durgasoff, Senior Director of Rail Operations, about the safety, maintenance, and daily operations of the trains. And as I said, I had a chance to go behind the scenes in Kamloops. It was really interesting. Dwayne is what those in the industry call a railroad man. <laughs> he came to Rocky Mountaineer in 2016 after a 23-year career at Canadian Pacific Railway. He worked as a conductor, locomotive engineer, and then moved to management. He knows all those stories about the tracks and the trains that people seem to find fascinating. Working at Rocky Mountaineer has been different for John for two reasons. He says there are two distinct seasons one with customers and one primarily for maintenance. And the culture at Rocky Mountaineer empowers workers to create a real team to ensure the ultimate customer experience. Dwayne says it really starts with the founder, Peter Armstrong, that he helps them create the environment that makes them want to be part of the team. Dwayne says that team carries over to the customers. And as he told me, He says, we here at Rocky Mountaineer are creators of life-changing experiences. If you're really looking to connect with great people and experiencing wow moments on your journey, this is it. And Dwayne tells the story of when it actually happened to him. Before taking his current position, Rocky Mountaineer offered he and his wife a ride to see what the experience was all about. He'd been with Canadian Pacific for 23 years, but his wife had never been on a train. And she really wasn't sure what all the hype was about. She didn't get the whole railroad thing. At the start of the second day, he realized his wife was more than relaxed and that she was even wearing a train conductor's hat. (laughs) As they pulled into their final destination at the end of that second day, she told him the experience, talking to other guests, sharing stories, connecting in such a personal way was a life-changing experience for her. 
And she told him, and this gives me goosebumps, it makes you want to be a better person because of what you experience on the train. He knew then he would take the job, and he loves helping others find those memorable moments in time. Since it began in 1990, there have been more than 2 million passengers on board Rocky Mountaineer. There are now more than 65 different vacation packages that you can book, creating unique journeys over four different routes. And as I said, I've done the first passage to the west from Vancouver to Banff and the journey through the clouds from Vancouver to Jasper. Each was unique and offered so many wow moments for me. I loved the countryside outside Vancouver. And when I went my second time in April of 2017, it had been raining. And it was just like a magical fairyland. And I was inspired by Mount Robeson on that journey. It's so strong and mighty, standing against the sky. But I believe that my second day of the first passage to the west, that trip from Kamloops to Banff, Banff was probably my favorite The sheer beauty of the mountains, the spectacular thrill of going through the spiral tunnels, it was one of my all-time favorite life experiences. So I decided to ask the Rocky Mountain team about their favorite wow moments and discovered they had just as much trouble picking out their top experiences as I did. John agreed with me. He loved BAMP, the majestic views, But he also said that he really likes Vancouver to Kamloops because you go through so many climate changes. And it really is. You go from the city to the high plains, uh, massive amounts of of agriculture land, and then really oil fields in in the industrial area around Kamloops. So it's very different. Wendy says she loves all the journeys and had specific highlights on each one. She picked out the spiral tunnels in Yoho Valley, traveling the Vermilion Lakes, and your first sight of Mount Rundle in Banff. But if you go to Jasper, she really liked seeing Mount Robeson on a clear day, or rolling by Pyramid Falls, another one where they slow down for Kodak time so that you can really see those falls. Wendy also mentioned one of the newer routes that I haven't yet experienced. Coastal Passage starts in Seattle, crosses the U.S.-Canadian border to Vancouver, and then continues into the Canadian Rockies. Wendy says that the leg from Seattle is stunning. The train hugs the coastline for most of the trip. And her personal favorite is going through Teddy Bear Cove in the Chucknut Bay. I think this one has to be added to my personal list. Dwayne says he also prefers the Kamloops to Banff journey and the Seattle-Vancouver route that runs along the coast and agrees that the coastal views are stunning. And Wendy said it probably best. Be ready to be amazed. With the Canadian landscape, everything is so much more grandiose than you anticipate. This is one of the most epic journeys I've taken as I've traveled the world. All you have to do is sit back, relax, and let the world melt away. Rocky Mountaineer operates mid-April through mid-October, and there's the coastal passage from Seattle to Vancouver into the Canadian Rockies. 
First passage to the west from Vancouver to Kamloops and on to Lake Louise or Banff. Journey through the clouds from Vancouver to Kamloops and on to Jasper. And the rainforest gold rush from Vancouver to Whistler to Kessnell to Jasper. The journeys fill up in advance, so make sure you start planning now so you can get on board the Rocky Mountaineer for your journey of a lifetime. I'm taking my next journey in October, and I look forward to having some of you come along. You can find out more online at www.wanderwithwonder.com. Just search for Rocky Mountaineer, and I look forward to taking you for more wow moments next time. (music) 